Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the post-episode recaps, post-episode issues. This is The Walking Dead. It is back. The mid-season premiere, season five, episode nine. What happened and what's going on? And you know what's going on tonight, Joe? Doom and fucking gloom. Doom and fucking gloom. I've had better acid trips than this episode, man. It was it was horrible. I gotta I gotta say I gotta say right off though. Uh, Holy shit! Work and some of this and some of the way it was filmed reminded me of uh, a Breaking Bad episode or two. Yeah, it definitely had that surreal, bent reality kind of feel to it. I kept in my notes. I kept referring to the word tripping and just having that sense of off balance, mental flashes coming to you. Holy shit! What an episode. We are back talking here about The Walking Dead. And this is your first time checking us out. Please hit that subscribe button. We're going to recap every episode of the rest of the season of The Walking Dead. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Phil the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com. With me is Joe Dirty Locks. And if you, uh, what, what the fuck did you think about The Walking Dead tonight? We'd love to hear from you in the comment section or in the live chat while we're talking tonight. And God, seriously, Joe, God damn it. I'm, I'm flabbergasted by what I watched tonight. It depressed me. In, in the best possible way. In the best possible way. What the, oh, wa- yeah. what the Walking Dead did. And it's amazing how they served, served the memory of Beth and going through all of that through a different character's means. It was very, yes. very interesting stuff. And also, if, you, uh, if you're into audio versions of these recordings, you can check us out on iTunes or Stitcher, and you can find those links in the description below in this video. So if you're into us any of those ways, please follow us and hear us talk all about The Walking Dead. And also, you ha- also if you have any questions during the week, you can email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com to ask away, or tweet me at igotissuesman, or tweet Joe at dirtylocks. And, uh, and you hit us up. You can also leave a message at 781-990-8509, and we'll play your voicemail on the phone. It is incredible. Oh, big and sexy in the house. Oh, my God, this episode had me Oh, had me in my feelings. And Olivia, what's up, fellas? Holy crap. I miss the Walking Dead talk with you guys. This episode was brilliant. Yes, it was. It was goddamn brilliant. Joe, for some reason, the audio changed a little bit, and now I can hear myself again. So, of course. Of course it happened. So I just wanted to... Ugh. But do you know who else could hear hear himself just to complete things? Tyrese, he was he was all inside his mind tonight, Joe. And, yeah, he was. And this was one of the first first times we've seen the perspective of someone turning and someone going to the dark side, so to speak. We haven't seen that in a long time. Not since uh, not since really since season one. In that character, uh, I forget his name. The guy that we saw had those quick flashes. This was just Tyrese going insane and losing it, going you to know, the dark we side. We had we had a. Uh... One of the, the kid's father or something at the prison, he turned okay. when he was sick, too. Yeah. But, yeah, this – I don't know. I was kind of just uh, – I was a little put off by it, to say to tell the truth. Okay. I mean – I'm always put off a little bit by dream sequence stuff in uh, in TV shows and in movies. It never. I never liked it in The Sopranos, and those episodes really just – that destroyed my uh see joe where i where i disagree with you a little bit here not disagree with you that you didn't that you weren't really feeling with this i don't see this so much as a dream sequence more as watching a man's mind crumble as he's overcome by a disease yeah no i I didn't really see it like that it was losing blood i don't think he was being overcome by a disease yet Mm -hmm. because uh like it when we'll we'll get into it and i I don't want to say that the there was a point at which the episode got to where I didn't mind 
any of the hallucination. Yeah. But it up to a point, I was kind of like, ah, Jesus, come on. Like, I don't want to see. That's not what I really want to see. But it wasn't too bad. Do you know what? But, but well, I, it kind of, I really don't like dream sequence stuff. I, no, I hear you, Joe. And, and I'm partially with you on that. But I thought it was filmed and the odd in the music choices and all the acting direction was so was done so well in this episode, especially with Tyrese, at least for me, that I thought yeah. they pu- I thought they pulled it off. I thought this was some uh, of the finest work he's done on the show so far. See, and that's what we just there was. We'll, we'll get to the point when we talk about the episode. But there's a there's definitely and it's right before the point where I'm like, OK, now I can I can deal with this. That, that really gets me about the way they filmed this episode. Okay, now, like I said before, get... it reminded me a little bit of a Breaking Bad season or episode. The season where it starts black and white and the dolls in the pool floating around. And by the end of the season, we find out that that doll was from the plane exploding in it's, the sky. Except this, and was, it was debris. except this was compressed into one episode. And This oh, was compressed into one episode, correct. Uh, and, li- and that kind of annoyed me a teeny bit. Olivia says it was Jim. Yes, that was Jim's name. Thank you. And Jim was the guy from season one that we saw slowly that die. In the trail. They left him by the, the tree. Big and sexy says Shane had flashes of zombies as well when he turned in season two. And Olivia says, oh, yeah, I forgot about him, meaning the guy, the guy at the prison that you were talking about, Joe. But let's dig right in because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I can't lie. I want to go and watch Better Call Saul after this. So I'm pretty excited to check to check that out. So let's get into this. This is an amazing night for television. And if Better Call Saul ends up being good. But we'll get into that at a later date. So as I turned on the television and you see scenes from last week, you see Dead Beth and you uh, see Morgan from the last episode and that eerie music leading into this episode. And I was really hyped for what I was about to see. I was really, I was really excited and, and jacked and pumped. So I can see how you're, you were maybe slightly put off by this being... If they had done this episode as the second or third episode of the comeback, maybe you would have been a little bit more into it. But coming back, coming back with your the dream sequence episode might have put you might have put you off a little bit because I think there was a lot of hype building that's into what this. It was. And you, you, hit, you hit the nail on the head with why it was a little bit more annoying to me than maybe it should have been, and why I did at a point say, "Okay, I can deal with what's going on now." Right, and, and then. I, well, let's get into it. Okay. So we open up on some dirt and someone digging. I'm assuming at the time that it's the grave of Beth. That's burying Beth. We're burying Beth. Yes, we're burying Beth. But no, we're using some weird uh, video effects with those flashes. Like when you use flash editing, it's like flashing from shot to shot. And uh, we... We see a picture of a house, like a, like a little picture of a house, and it goes into this surreal shift in tone with flashes of people reacting to what I assumed was Beth's death with Father Gabriel doing a voiceover. See, I said his name right the first time this half season. I didn't call him Father Abraham. I said Father Gabriel. And we hear a Father Gabriel voiceover. We see uh, pictures of, of, as I assume, his kid Noah, and we don't know it at the time, but with his twin brother. We see a shot of outside the prison. And then we see Rick and Noah talking as an, as we see a progression of time through this. We didn't really get a montage. We got a flash-tage, in threat of saying it a better way. It was a flash-tage of everything that happened from the time Beth died. And uh, we hear babies crying as well through a weird filter. And Noah starts saying, telling Rick that Beth wanted to help him get to Richmond, Virginia. 
and we hear a baby crying and we see a hole <laughs> and we see a flash to Rick in the group talking about the place in Virginia. It's a safe and secure place. It's a long trip. It's dangerous. But if we, uh, if we take the long trip, it might be the last trip we have to say. And, and I didn't, did you, did you buy Rick's line of bullshit here? Did you think he believed what he was telling the group here, Joe? I don't think he did. Um, it, I, I think it didn't really matter. And I think at some point, everybody buys into the hope it's not about the bullshit it's about you, you don't even have to say the bullshit anymore yeah and it's starting to get to them but you know that life is just gonna be more bullshit hope after bullshit hope and watching people die next to you is that just the life that this become the life it becomes when you're living in this world it just becomes one that's, kind of what michonne was feeling tonight just feeling like bullshit thing after bullshit thing just that's all you have I think they were all kind of feeling that by the end of the episode so yeah, yeah that, and that's why i think to my argument to, is that it was an effective episode and what it was trying to do yeah, I, I guess. Because I think it I wanted. Right. I think it wanted to make you feel that way. It wanted to make you feel that utter desperation of that. There's nothing. If there's nothing, all it, all it death. did. But if they didn't need the dream sequency crap to it to accomplish that, that just kind of. Do you know why you did? Because the best acting in the night goes to the governor. <laughs> no, I thought. Uh, well, we're uh, gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Uh, <laughs> and I know that's what you're talking about. You were saying like some of the filming or shooting or whatever, and I'm just no. like, ah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> if, so Michonne says, if it doesn't work out, we'll find another place. And we see more flashes. Again, we see a hole. We see a sun drawn drawn on the ground. And we see them all getting into the trucks and the cars and the vans and venturing off. We see uh, baby Judith, who's growing up a little bit. And we see train tracks and flashes of body parts. And then we see a creepy figure in a car. Then at last we see Lizzie and Mika smiling and saying, everything is better now. In the flash over a picture again, and then a drop of blood. What the fuck am I watching? Am I watching a fucking David Finch movie here? Am I watching Twin Peaks? Is this Twin right. Peaks, Joe? That's and that's what I that's what I was getting. The, like, come on. And then blood kind of looked more like oil to me. Okay. But, after after a, a few, but then again, like I've sold, said before in other podcasts, <laughs> my TV is a hundred years. Is like nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so, so so everything had that. Basically, and I said it a few times now, that tripping on acid feel to it. And, and that's how they chose to make the passage of time. And, and this is the argument I could take through it. If they had just done this style of, of what they were trying to do in this first section and didn't kind of carry it through the whole episode, it would have been interesting. But they, they, carried it, they tied it back into what was going on with Tyrese later. Right, it didn't, and it didn't need that. Um, I guess if they didn't do that, like... We see all these images that they show us throughout the episode. They're all there. Uh, the Chuck son, the picture frame. They the keep coming back. Brothers, the, it's, I mean, it's all in the episode. It's all pieced from what we see. But they didn't need to... And I guess they were setting up for... I guess that's more of a setup for the, the hallucinations we get later mm -hmm. rather than the hallucinations being a tie-in to the beginning. And... Yeah, exactly. It's a foreshadowing of what's to come. It's like little glimpses, and it's supposed to put you off because some of the glimpses you're not sure if they really happened in the past or they are flashes to the fo flashes forward. I guess that's again why this is where we're at the disagreement about the episode. I kind of enjoyed that. I don't like or hate dream sequences. I think sometimes they're difficult to pull off because they can be 
become off this cheesy. This is part. This isn't the part of. I know. Like I know. This. I'm just talking about it more in a more in general terms. Like on the yeah. you mentioned the Sopranos. I think one of the dream sequence episodes of the Sopranos works. Another one doesn't. But that's a different podcast altogether. So when we come back from our opening theme song, we see uh, we see. We see the car driving perspective with Tyrese and Noah. Can I ask you a question? You got me to think. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, you, are there only two dream sequence episodes? Because if there are only two Soprano dream sequence episodes, it seemed like seven episodes the, now that I'm thinking back at the series. There, so. uh, that's a different podcast altogether, Joe. Uh, there's several, but there's two major ones with Tony that I'm talking about. Okay. All right. One which I think works called the test stream. I think that episode really works well. And another one that's just kind of stupid. And okay. uh, then you could also, what you're probably cluing in is also the Kevin Finnery stuff in season six when he's in the coma. You're considering that dream episodes. I'm not. I'm considering that kind of a separate style of story arc. And then there's a Christopher dream episode as well. So blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Okay. So, so there, are, there is a lot of dream episodes. So we okay. cut back to the car driving perspective. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had our sausages? All right, go. There's a car driving perspective, and we see uh, Tyrese and Noah and Glenn and Rick and Michonne are in the car. And uh, they ask how far to go, and they've said five miles. We've made 500 miles already. Uh, this should be the easy part. Rick gets on the walkie-talkie with uh, Noah, I mean with, uh, with uh, Carol, and says, uh, we're going to step ahead, and if you don't hear from us in a while, come looking. And Carol says she will. And... Uh, then we get a Noah and a Tyrese conversation where uh, Noah talks about never wanting to kill somebody and they talk about death and, and Tyrese kind of tries to explain to him how he went on a limb. He felt really uncomfortable for a long time and, uh, and he didn't want any of it to, to get him down. You can't let all this bother you. I, I wrote it down. Talks about his dad listening to bad stuff. His dad kept his eyes wide open and didn't turn off the news because... It was a little strange to me that that uh, that the kid was like, I, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to tell you something, Tyrese. Why Tyrese? Like, that was strange to me. That I, was a little strange to me. Like, he just wanted to tell Tyrese that it should have worked. Yeah, and... It's 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 a weird conversation that seems. Do you think he was talking to the whole car, or do you think he was just talking? Was it? He, he was talking oh, to the. Whole, it was. He was talking to the whole car, but I think it was focused on on Tyrese and his his phone con it was conversation. His plan, he pushed for the hostage exchange rather than the assault. That and also the. Let's just be completely honest. Because of what the outcome of the episode is, the the direction of the episode pointed us to everything Tyrese in this episode. They focused right. in on him in the in the scene in general because of the foreshadowing of everything he's going to say and excuse me and come what comes later and what he says later. They wanted to they wanted to just uh, they wanted to uh, put both ends of the sandwiches there. They wanted to make sure both ends of the Oreos were stuck on the cream there. They wanted to they wanted to totally like just complete the whole package. They wanted to tie the room together. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the, the big Maybe they figured to get rid of Tyrese and have Daryl play that role. Um, Olivia says about the Sopranos, they had a few throughout the time of the series. Um, they do have some types of things like this. They definitely use flash forwards a lot before. Um, or talking about The Walking yeah, they, Dead, excuse they me. Have. This series has done it a lot. Yeah. Olivia That's also says, it's certainly, like, it's certainly nice to know at least that we're not in Georgia anymore. And I agree with that. It's good that I like that fact that they moved getting out of Georgia ahead very quickly. They're all the way up to Richmond, Virginia now. And Jake, welcome. 
or Jackie, excuse me. Jackie, welcome to the room for the first time or the first time I've noticed your name. Tyrese was one of your favorite characters. Damn, that shit hit me hard. I have to be honest, like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, I, I definitely was hit very hard by this episode too. This episode left me very sad because I, I felt like we never reached the p- point where I wanted to reach with Tyrese on the show. And now it's like, ugh, no, it's, it's not coming now. It's not coming now. Yeah, now, now we never will. Like it. His character was so much more badass than they in the book, I guess. And yeah, and Olivia, Olivia says, Olivia says, I thought this was going to be the episode where Tyrese turns from his pussy ways. Instead, he he's dead, and that's usually what happens. It seems like he had gotten over whatever he was in uh, going through last season at the very beginning. That's again what this conversation was probably to set up that Tyrese is finally over all that stuff that kept him. He talks about how. Even though he was going through a lot of crap, he could step up and save the baby's life. He really stepped. He really stepped up, and he's—you can tell in the subtext of what he's talking about. He's also talking about forgiving Carol, and he's talking about like just everything that he's been through, and and you just need to have forgiveness. And they're in the car, and also I'm, it, it's very interesting. I don't know if this symbolizes anything, but the, through the whole time of this car ride, Glenn is holding a CD in his hand, where at the end of the scene he ends up just cracking it, which is. It's just an interesting, interesting moment that I wonder why they put in. It was, it was just kind, of, it was kind of cool. And uh, maybe it was one of the flashes in the beginning that we didn't really take note of. Yeah, piece of the CD, or maybe that also has to do with you know, at at one point we see Michonne smashing the glass from the. Oh, she uh, was getting a shirt out of the glass. She was right. getting a clean, a clean shirt that was, uh, it was like a, t- it was like a signed Babe Ruth, <laughs> Babe Ruth. Uh, yeah. A Derek hey, Jeter shirt. Yeah, Derek Jeter. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, they get in there. Uh, they get outside, and they kind of uh, they eventually start uh, start moving through the woods, and we get to where the uh, the car where we saw the walker in one of the original flashes scraping in the car, and they leave the they leave their car in another where there was sort of a wreck, and they go our our car will blend in with the wreck, which I think is kind of a stupid plan, but whatever, and. Yeah. And they start to walk through the woods, and uh, and they uh, they start grilling Noah about his people. They did they set a defense prim- perimeter, and they go, "Oh, they must have because we were talking and about it." It seems where they had five hundred miles to talk about this. Yeah, and they're talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like it would seem like Rick, Abraham, the other people in the group would be keen to want to know. I mean, they had to fortify their own prison. They're going to want to know how this secure town is fortified and everything that Noah can remember so that when they go there, they don't get their heads blown off by approaching from the wrong place. Or I also forgot to mention earlier that we got a glimpse when Rick was talking to everybody, setting up the plan to go down to uh, Virginia. Uh, we see in the shot... Uh, Eugene, and I, I can't remember if we see Abraham too, but I know we definitely see Eugene. So we know that the group, and Glenn's obviously with them right now. So we know that the group from Washington at some point, we didn't see them meet back up, but they did meet yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, we did. Right at the end of last season, the truck oh, pulled yeah, up. Oh yeah, it does pull up. I'm sorry. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, my mistake. A lot of television shows. <laughs> it, it blends. It's all right. It, it happens. Yeah, the, especially, with this, especially with this show. There's a lot of repeating themes that that go on. Oh yeah. So... Oh, yeah. Uh, so they so they talk about the defense perimeter. Uh, we get our we get our setup about the guys. He guides them through, and, and what, this is one of the funniest moments of the scene. They're they're climbing through the defense perimeter, and Rick uh, 
Steph pointed this out to me. Rick, like an asshole, just decides to pull out his knife while he's climbing through, and Noah like bumps into it and cuts himself. And it was like Rick. And as Steph was like, Rick didn't have to take the knife out. He just takes it out to be a dick, or not thinking about it. And he slight and Noah slices his face on the knife. Yeah, that was that was pretty strange. I didn't understand that point. To like, it just that just seemed very odd yeah. to me. That whole thing. I thought, and I and I guess I blinked or something. I thought he like cut his cut his be, forehead on the wire or something do you know what i'd be interesting to interested to see or to read about after the fact maybe something on the talking dead will be on there tonight maybe that was an outtake where he actually got cut and they kept it in because it because it, it was like a really interesting moment that seemed out of place but seemed very real not acted like ow what the fuck so maybe, maybe yeah. it was an outtake that they decided to keep in or like he got like he hit himself with a, a branch or something or yeah and they were like yeah. They're like, oh, that that would be funny if you cut yourself, because they the directors seem to have that sort of sense of humor where they put something like that in just to be, especially in an episode like this where they're putting in all these Twin Peaks yeah, and type I mean, stuff. Yeah, they're beat up, they're traveling, and the hazards aren't just like the the hazards of zombie and and you know evil serial killer rapist cannibals. It's also um, you know clumsy and freaking branches whacking you in the face when you're trying to squeeze through wired defenses of random towns in the middle of freaking Virginia. Or perhaps that was, you, you might have just uh, hit on it, Joe. Perhaps it was to show how green Noah is. You know, how he is uh, not used to this stuff as much as everybody else. And it sets up how we see he re his reaction, his Gimli-like reaction to finding his whole village of people die. Oh, they're all dead. They're all dead. You know, he is like a... In, in a well, that's, I mean, that's his whole family. That's the last of his family that's in that town. Yeah, so Yeah, but you're telling... That's the hope that he's been holding on to, trying to get him through his mess with the... Uh, rapist cop clan everyone everyone hates chris joe everyone fucking hates this guy the, exactly the rapey cop clan you know he's been he's he's been pretty traumatized and just as he thinks he's getting home you know the girl that saves him twice gets murdered in front of him and he's getting back to the town where yeah uh, doesn't exist anymore it's, it's pretty traumatic for him poor kid uh, Olivia, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into that a little bit later, and it's true. I thought the the weave of steel cables around the trees was genius, and I would add, this is my addition, Morgan like to keep the walkers out. But it's clear that it was not the walkers that took the place down. There was a sick individual behind those things, and I agree with that. And that kind of yes. gets that gets hinted at during the or not hinted at, blatantly said during the radio broadcast hallucinations that Tyrese has his psychic waves to figure out what happened to the people in the town. Well, I think that's a broadcast of something that was, you know, from the news when he was a kid going on in Africa. Right. That just happened but that just happened when to match we see up. all the carnage in the town and outside the town, you know, it's it's pretty strange. It's a it's not just a random coincidence. It's going to be No, it's good. No, sort. absolutely 100%. It's that's the rest of the season. I think in those radio broadcasts we heard the rest of this season. We heard the whole theme and everything is going to bookend with something to, to those radio broadcasts. That's going to come back somehow, or at least the things that were said in those broadcasts. So, uh, so they they keep drill. grill ugh, Sorry, they keep. I tried to say they keep grilling Noah about if he has if he has snipers, if he has uh, if he has any form of any kind of defense, and. Uh, and yeah, and this guy's like, no, 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 we're fine. And they cross a highway. We see. He says, yeah, no, that we had one sniper in a in like a 
a perch at the front of the town. And as they're talking about that, I think Glenn is walking forward and he's like, oh, not, not anymore. Yeah, not or today. Tyrese was walking forward. He's like, not anymore. There's nobody up in that tower now. Yep. They're and, gone. And when they're crossing the highway, we see a couple of funny things. We see dead birds, bugs flying around them, and we see a big clock. Not a big cock, a big clock. Like like a big, uh, you know, like one of those big... Dun- a grandfather a clock. Grandfather yeah, a grandfather clock. I couldn't think of it. We saw a big grandfather clock, which is really weird. And... Uh, and that's the first sign that, okay, if it's a town, it's a town. And that's the first sign that it's been gone for a while or it was raided. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Because if it's been gone for a while, somebody's come and scavenged and that got left outside. But I don't see the town that's trying to survive there just leaving the random trash right outside like that. It seems a little strange. Yeah, they probably never... the governor did. That looked like a war zone outside of his gates. But yeah, they probably... Purpose. Their spider sense should have tingled and they never should have gone in the place in the first place. Uh, and Olivia says, yeah, Noah was in the camp safe in safety before Don kidnapped him. Then he was protected from the outsiders by the hospital people. This is really the first time Noah's been out in the world. Exactly. And Jackie asks, how do you think Tyrese's sister will move forward from this point? Personally, I think she's going to shut down from the rest of the group. I agree. I think oh, gonna... she was already shut down so many times. If that's the way they take her character, I'm going to be so upset because that's just repeating the same crappy storyline they had for her and since we've met her. You know, she kind of stepped up when they when they got to where the governor was, but she was kind of before they got to the governor and they were in the prison. Eh, I, I'm not I can't really remember. But I, don't, I, didn't, I don't remember liking her that much. They get to the governor. She's she kind of steps up. After the prison falls, it's just all downhill from there for her until she meets Bob. And then it's still kind of downhill from there. She's still kind of shut off, and Bob's trying to pull her out of the funk. Bob dies. She's still all funky. They go get Beth. She has something to distract her. Tyrese dies now. If they go back to her in the funk, I'll be very upset. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You've got to figure that maybe they're going to go in a different direction or she's not long for this world. Let her step the fuck up. Uh, I I have a feeling she just might not be long for this world. Because I don't see much further. They I just want to character. see them stop. St- At some point, you got to stop taking pity on on all of yourselves and start just like I don't know. They've been at this for a while. They know that this death and carnage is it's all that this life is now about. They know that. Time to just you know, Tyrese died. Okay, bury him. Move the fuck on. You know, cowboy up, man up. All that it's stuff. It's tough. You, you got to give her misogynistic, stupid fucking things I can possibly think of to say. You got to give her a break, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend her because it's not just Tyrese. It's both. It's Bob dying and then her thinking that she could count on her brother and now her brother dying too. She's in a very difficult place right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up like. I just think she's probably going to be dead by the end of the half a season. If I'm taking polls, she, if we're doing a death poll, she'd be one of my first picks. I, I see her dying by the end of the season. But you, you heard it here, folks. Let's, let's... I don't know. I, I, I hope she either dies or she die. I hope she just doesn't fall into a funk again. That's all I'm saying. You know, and that's where they're starting to go with Michonne, too, again. Well, Michonne, you know, she had that when she was walking through. I'd the see. Woods I couldn't disagree with you more. I love the progression of Michonne. I don't think it's a funk that they're putting Michonne in. I think they're putting Michonne in a place where it's not so much a funk; it's a place of ultimate frustration of these ins and outs of life. 
I don't think it's the depressing down Michonne we had before. She's still outwardly expressive about what she wants because she feels yeah, okay. comfortable well, surrounded. She's, she's taking more of a, a she's expressing herself rather than retreating. It's not the same thing. They're not retreading with her. I don't. No, think. she doesn't want to keep wandering out in, yeah. the, in the wilderness. Exactly. Which is what it's, she was doing before. She, they, I think they've done a really great job of reversing course with her and making a great, right. good character arc okay. with her. Anyways, so uh, let's let's continue on. Glenn tells them to wait as they get to the gate, and they <laughs> I, I rhymed and I didn't mean to, and they start banging on the distance. <laughs> Olivia says the clock in the road was his first sign that things were going to go bad or a feeling of dread. And Olivia also adds, this is her and Maggie going through the same thing, the same thing. There has to be some other kind of dynamic that will happen with Sasha and Maggie now than, except for just shutting down again. Same thing time after time. So Olivia's with you, Joe. Can't, can't stand the, the rinse and repeat Thank you, with Olivia. these characters. Thank you. I mean, I, it's, I, at some point, this shutting each character going through their own fucking Carl went through it, Rick went through it, Michonne's going through it. Maggie's about to go through it again, maybe. Uh, you know, do we really... Abraham went through it. Do we really, do we really have to have every single one of them go through this and see how they react finally to all the trauma that they've been experiencing for two years? Yeah. So we also saw the name of uh, the town. What was it? It was Shirewolt Estates. And uh, if for anyone who's read the books, it's a very similar name to another place in the books. I haven't read the comics, but it is, uh, it's, it's, it's not the exact same name, but this section was based on a, on a different part of the books. So, uh, so dead birds and bugs. So uh, Glenn climbs up and kind of looks over the gate, and he looks kind of sad or haunted as Michonne gets her, goes for her sword, and then she puts it back in, and... Uh, and, and then, as I mentioned earlier, we get kind of a scene almost similar to the Lord of the Rings with Gimli when he's finding his people dead. And, uh, and he's just running around, crying, freaking out, looking for all his people. This was a very sad scene for me. Very few zombies, okay. though. And you see lots of hacked bodies everywhere. Can I, can I, can I say this, too? As long as it's negative. Rick, Michonne, and Glenn know better than to split up into a three and two group in the middle of a town they've never been to that may or may not be infested with walkers, may or may not be infested with whatever it was that took down this town or survivors that might be thinking, oh, no, we got to kill anybody that comes through. And they just leave a, a, a kid who's losing his mind in the middle of town square and just go off and Joe, leave him there with Tyrese, Joe, you know, who is admittedly Joe, in a state right now Joe, of uh, almost non-violence. Joe, stop it. You know the answer to your question. It's because the script needed Tyrese to die. <laughs> yes, but still. <laughs> There's many ways to go about that. <laughs> you know that. All our heroes still around. <laughs> you know without, that. Without, you know... <sighs> Quick, let's go hide in the garage with all the chainsaws. State Farm. <laughs> like, can't we just get in the running car sitting right there? No, 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 no. Let's go hide in the garage with all the chainsaws. Come on. <laughs> Big and let's split up in the, in the middle of this town. Leave you, Tyrese, alone with the boy who's collapsed to the ground in in complete sorrow and horror that his whole town and family might be dead and gone and never see them again. And all his hope that's carried him through is gone. Yeah. Let's just leave them two alone in the middle. Especially when, when, but by nature, you're sending the two toughest guys out that have shown the biggest ass kicking abilities. You probably should have left either Glenn or, 
or uh, Rick with. It's like when you're playing two and two basketball, you give uh, the better player with the, uh, the 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 original guy or the guy that's just kind of a rookie out there, and Noah's the rookie, so he probably should have been with Rick, or Rick probably should have stayed with him, and Tyrese and Glenn should have gone looking around. They, I just feel like they all should have stayed together. Let's go to your house now. Where's your but they, house? But, you, but Noah? you're missing. Let's you're go missing. There now. You're missing. All what, of us together. Joe, you're missing what happened in the situation, though. The kid broke down and they wanted to leave, and the kid couldn't move, so someone needed to stay with him while some of them went off and rummaged. That's the explanation in the script, anyways. They felt well, right. That's the explanation in the script, and guess what? We can all just stand right here Rick until Noah's ready that. to get up off the ground. Yeah. Rather than us going off and leaving you two here to just wait for us. Yeah, they weren't gonna do that they weren't going to do yeah, that and and they should know better now they stay together they form a phalanx they go through each each house room by room you know they have all these plans but they, they have always all. go They've out on group. It. but in fairness they do go out in groups of two a lot even still that's not a group of two that's a group of tyrese needing to save someone they should, didn't know he was gonna be. they didn't know noah was gonna run off no i'm you're, you're being you're being too hard, you're being Noah too hard. Off, they, they're already by themselves. Yeah, but they didn't know Noah's runoff. They thought Tyrese just had to watch a crying kid. It's perfectly reasonable, I think. I think, it's and that's and Katie makes a good point, and that's a good point that they that you make is that they don't know what to expect from Noah. They didn't expect him to run off and be all grief stricken, so they don't know Noah. They don't know what to expect from him. All they know is that we found him in Atlanta. He told us where Beth was. Beth is dead, and now we're driving to where. Yeah, yeah, and and to be honest, like I, I know you, I know you don't because you have the heart of snow. You're like Elsa from uh, from Frozen over here. But I felt really bad for Noah losing his family in this scene. He was crying and losing it. I I was I was feeling emotional yeah, no, as well. I felt bad for the kid too. He's lost everything, including Beth, the girl who saved him. Like he's lost everything at this moment. All his hope, everything is gone. Now, and they leave him alone with Tyrese. They shouldn't have done that. Well, we haven't even, to be honest, we haven't even got to that point yet. We see a walker going in Michonne. You you were so eager to jump on that point. We haven't even got to that point. Just like, wait, before we even, before we even get there, that was so fucking stupid. So we, so Michonne says she'll go get the walker in the distance, but she doesn't look happy about it. Rick goes to comfort Noah and says he's truly sorry. And Rick says, we should see if there's anything in this town we can use before we leave and then head back. And Michonne says, listen, these walkers can see us, but what the fuck now are we gonna do? What are we gonna do after that? We're just gonna, we're just, fuck this, we're fucked. And uh, Glenn says we can do a quick sweep, which, uh, which Joe's sitting on his shoulder going, that's a dumb idea. But Glenn doesn't listen to him and he keeps going on. And Tyrese, which I tend to, agree, honestly, Joe, like all jokes aside, I, I honestly agree with you. I think it was a stupid idea. Tyrese says he will stay with him and Noah's losing it. And it's, it's really kind of hard, like, in this world because you don't see this that often. And this is why I really felt for the kids. Someone so kind of almost on the verge of pure and innocent dealing with this kind of pain. It, you're, you're almost desensitized to it on The Walking Dead. And in this situation, I kind of really did feel for Noah. It, I mean, we kind of – I mean, we kind of – not really. We had Carl kind of go through it. Yeah, a bunch Carl of times was always hardened by this, though. Like Car Carl is become so hardened by it, it's easy to be disconnected. I, I, let me say, it's been a while since we've seen someone. Because even Beth had that weird craziness about her, so she wasn't really that innocent. She had this like 
oh my god, I'm crazy. I can deal with this. Yeah, no, I, I mean we kind of. The other little girl was the last person we had. Not uh, the, Mika was the last other innocent person we had. Sasha. Uh, Sasha isn't innocent. She stabbed the fucking death out of uh, Martin. She hacked him to bits. I guess. So Michonne finds a clean shirt in a, uh, in a glass picture. She smashes it up. And uh, Rick says, we'll figure this thing out. And Rick and Glenn talking about, talk about how they both kind of had a feeling that this place uh, wasn't going to work out. And Glenn asks Rick if he knew that it wasn't going to work out. And Rick talks about the Dawn situation. He says... Uh, he could tell by looking at her that he didn't mean to that she didn't mean to kill Beth, but he wanted to kill her, but he knew she didn't mean it. And 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 uh, Beth wanted Beth wanted to help Noah out, so I wanted to complete her mission. This is really for Beth, and it could have been for us. And uh, and it's it's an interesting moment, and it leads to some of the better stuff I thought in the episode, the Rick and Glenn stuff in this episode. They're back and forth was probably my favorite part of the episode all in all. One of the things I like about Glenn, and this has now happened in a few episodes, is he ponders on stuff. Yep. Um, this conversation that we're having now, uh, like in a previous episode uh, where they're off trying to go to D.C., and he and then they find like the, elect, the electrical workers on the ground or whatever they are, the utility workers on the ground, and a comment is made, that's funny, that wasn't funny, whatever. And then, like, later on in the episode, Glenn brings that back up again. He's like, yeah, no, I guess it was kind of funny or something like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, and uh, we have a couple of comments here. Of all the dead people bringing into Tyrese's uh, death hallucinations, why didn't they bring back Karen? Yeah, if she meant so much to him, if he was so affected by this woman's uh, death, it would have been interesting for them to bring her back. Perhaps they tried and they could. They had contractual problems with the actress. I don't know. No, they could have just used anybody because by the time, by the, she remember she was burned, also. Right, right. So fair enough. Uh, so uh, Olivia says I wondered the same thing, and now Jackie says I really like the conversation between Glenn and Rick on how basically they just have no regard of human life anymore, especially from Glenn's. Given uh, he's more of the hopeful one from the group. Yeah, g- given. The Glenn character arc, you've got to give this actor credit for going from such a jovial, comedic force in the first season to where he is now as a character. The acting of Glenn has been really amazing from beginning to end. It's, it's a full, yeah. character, full character arc of, of him, and I hope that doesn't mean we're reaching an end point with Glenn because he's come so far, and he's at this like, almost super Glenn I don't Glenn think he mode. has necessarily an indifference to human life. I think he has an indifference to life that's not part of their group at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, to one life. Yeah, it's like the John Lennon song. I don't give a shit about Beatles. I give a shit about me, Yoko and me. That's reality. It's 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 like he has that kind of attitude about about his life at this point. It's me and it's Maggie and I against the world. Fuck y'all. But I'm not saying he doesn't love everybody, love his whole group, and will protect them. But when it comes down, he knows he only really needs to protect one person. Which begs the question: Why the hell didn't he stay with Maggie? Yeah. That it's cause she's probably a mess. She's probably a mess right now. And oh my god! So, 
Joe, I waited, I waited months and months and months. I can't get one. I, they can't give me Maggie's reaction in this episode. They have to make me wait another episode for Maggie's fucking reaction. I, That's because they know she can't act sad for this for her little sister because she didn't love her. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why she never asked about her. We talked about this in previous casts. Like, no, yeah. we know that Maggie doesn't give two shits about Beth. Ma- she was a little sister always nagging at her. She was jumping at her heels. Maggie always wanted to sing and Beth got the singing voice and she's pissed off about it. And she and she must have slept with one of Maggie's early boyfriends. I mean, we've been through all this before. We don't no, right. no need to go down that road again. So, so Michonne's watching all this, and then we get we shift and we see a we see uh, this is when everything starts going weird as we go as we see shrubs from a weird camera angle from the behind, and we get like a scary music like horror movie kind of music sound. And it's an interesting camera movement that's really not that normal. And we go, we go over to see Noah crying and we shift into this weird camera angle situation where we have the angle of Noah on the ground looking up at Tyrese, making Tyrese look giant from the perspective that they're shooting it as. It's a really interesting and very breaking... It's a comic book, it's a comic book frame. And, so, and something that they use in Breaking Bad a lot too. They Especially in moments of Breaking Bad while Walt, Walter is groveling for something. With uh, m- m- making Mike look bigger on the show if you're familiar with Breaking Bad. Making a making people looking more imposing. It's a, it's an old film yeah. trick, but it works yeah. very well in this moment. Noah's still crying. Well, he's been, he's been uh, you know, Tyrese through the episode so far has been very fatherly to this kid. Yeah, from he beginning told him to about end. his father. You know, he's trying to comfort him. Now he's a wreck. He's, he's giving him the story. Yeah, he, te- he tells me he knows how he feels, and he wanted to die for what he lost. He wanted to take it all out on the world, but he kept going. He was there for the baby. He saved her. Don't give up, Noah. Choose to live. And it's another nice camera thing, as I mentioned, and uh, of Tyrese Tall. And he's saying it's not the end. And uh, Noah stands up, and he walks away, and he goes runs towards a house. As Tyrese chases him. He takes a few slow steps and then builds up to a fast run. To a fast run. And then Tyrese just takes off after him, you know, screaming, Noah, Noah, stop, wait, Noah. And our hero, our hero three-pack is so far away from them at this point that they don't hear Tyrese yelling after him, Noah, 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 Noah. No. And Tyrese isn't smart enough to know that screaming Noah's name is and fair, going to do nothing but call Walker's Joe, place. Joe, I, I, I'm, I'm diffi- I find it difficult because I don't want to say this because this is another thing that might drive you down, drive you crazy. It might push you over the edge here. But wouldn't you figure that Tyrese should have a walkie-talkie too and he could have called Rick in that moment and been like, Noah's run. <laughs> well, they only have two. They have Rick's walkie-talkie and they got the one that's back at okay, the other place. Okay, fair enough then. Okay, I'm not. I'm, no need to go down that road then because I was just thinking if they all had walkie-talkies and he didn't call them or some shit, that I'd really lose it i'd be on your side i'd 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 flip my computer screen on and be full full uh dirty locks mode too i'd be like ah what the fuck's going on here so so then we go back to glenn and rick's conversation how slow is tyrese he can't catch the cripple kid yeah i was thinking that when i was watching it actually then we go to glenn and rick as their conversation goes on and uh glenn was thinking about the penguin he's been watching gotham and he's he was thinking about the penguin (laughs) from the storage container in terminus i think that's who he was talking about and how uh and how it just stopped right before it was his turn and then about leaving the prison about finding maggie kind of feeling like he's blessed in a way or that he's that things weren't too bad and then losing dc but then after losing dc finding beth that she was alive and then and then losing her uh, i never what was he saying he could have drove right on by from what what was that he said something about uh, driving on by 
I, 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 I think I missed that part when he was talking about driving. But basically, like, what yeah, he, I found, I found Maggie, and at that point, we just could have dr- oh, driven on by. I think he was just. Exp- I think I, I know what you're talking about. I think he was just. It's just an expression of saying we could have just kept going and never come back. We could have just drove, drove on by and just kept going. You know, keep trucking or so. I think that I. That's how I took it in the moment. That's why I didn't write it down. As, that after as after Washington fell, I think he said, "Yeah, we, we could, you know." We could have just driven right by, but we found you or something. And then he said, when everything happened with Beth, if I was you, I would have shot Dawn right or wrong. I would have killed the bitch. <laughs> and because uh, I'm not where you are. I'm not at this 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 higher than thou place that Rick is being like, I didn't, you know, I felt like she was, she was right. She didn't mean to kill Beth. So I didn't kill her. And Glenn was basically just saying, you put, you pussied out there making Daryl kill her. You should have shot her on, on point right there, Rick. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's, it's almost like he's trying to slap him across the face and go, don't go soft on me. Don't turn back into farmer Rick now. That's what I got too. Yeah. No farmer Rick anymore. What the fuck? She killed Beth. You kill her. I don't care why she killed Beth. You fucking kill that girl right the fuck now. That's what I would have done. And uh, Michonne butts in and says, we need to stop arguing amongst ourselves. We need to not be here for too long. We can't stop. Oh, shit, Joe. I just added another person. They didn't, they didn't even leave uh, Michonne back with them. I mean, they didn't even leave, like, two people with him. They, they took Michonne, too. They could have left at least one of them back. You know, like, and they know where Tyrese is. Like, yeah, okay, he killed a zombie or whatever, but he's still in that, like, uh, pacifist state. Yeah. Oh, and Sonia, welcome to the room, Sonia. Thank you so much for checking out our uh, Walking Dead recap. Uh, No, Tyrese is supposed to have had a hammer able to protect Noah. He saved Judith as far as the group knows. Needs to do things before sundown and more walkers arrive. Okay, so she's kind of uh, backing up kind of what I was saying where they knew that they were in a time crunch and they wanted to get out of there quick, so they did the best they could. And Tyrese is supposedly over what he was over before. He had his hammer. He was in badass Tyrese mode. So leaving them with badass Tyrese isn't a bad situation, theoretically. Well, here's, here's the thing, too. They don't have to loop this town. They don't have to do that. They have they to, have, they to have survive. The the they need to, Joe, else. that's the wrong perspective. That's being lazy. To survive, you need to loot every town. You need to loot well, everywhere. Like they can, the rest of their group is out of town. It's more important to meet up with them. Okay, we're, get, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting too caught up on that one issue. So, no, okay, right. Yeah, we're not zombie, zombie survival planners here either. Exactly. So. We're not in the situation. We, don't, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't know how we'd react. I Personally, I think we'd find some corner and sit there and just wait to die. We'd be like, okay, well, let's play some video games until the power goes out. I would love for the zombie apocalypse to happen. I think this would be a great time. Yeah. So, uh, so, and then Jackie says, I love the juxtaposition between Tyrese and the radio news and how the world is just destroyed. And finally, Tyrese just says, turn it off, showing he's never meant for this world. I, I too really loved all that symbolism of hearing, going through all the thoughts of his mind, going through all the mem- memories until he finally just gave in to the, gave into death. I, I enjoyed, I very much enjoyed the symbolism of the episode. So we go after this to Noah running and going into a house. Tyree says, you don't want to go in there. And he says, yes, yes, he does. And he says, well, if we're going in there, I'm going first. So Tyrese pulls out his knife and he heads in and uh, he knocks a few times. The music's not friendly. I think Tyrese should have known by the music that he shouldn't have gone in there. And Noah comes up as they see as they see a jello mold dead person on the floor who is obviously not killed by a walker. It looks like either they blew their head off with a shock shotgun or but there was no shotgun in sight, 
or they got curbed. It almost looked like they got curbed or something. Uh, like yeah, there was a big, there was a big chunk of the head missing. Yeah, they, they were, maybe it was John F. Kennedy's body from the Kennedy assassination. It looked like back uh, into the left a little bit. It looked like a big chunk. No, of it, it definitely did not look like a, a, a um, walker. A walker had done it, and right. I'm guessing that's his mom. So it looked like she was murdered or killed herself or whatever. And uh, Tyrese looks around the rest of the house and we can hear some scratching in the bedroom of a walker. And, and instead of this kind of pissed me off, this was one of the moments that pissed me off. Instead of going into the room that has the walker and clear no, the fucking, clear house, the fucking house, he goes into some other room where he just sees a already dead body on the bed that he knows isn't trouble. And uh, just because he gets distracted by some pictures and stuff. So what it really comes down to isn't that they left him with no, uh, left him with Tyrese. It's that Tyrese dropped the ball in this situation and fuck, kind right. of fucked and it up. And that's big. And they should know not to leave him with Tyrese. Yeah. Okay. So 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 Tyrese looks around and he sees some scratching. He goes back towards there. We see a dead. Instead of going into the room that has the goddamn Walker. Uh, hi, Ren Redwood. Welcome to the room. I know you don't watch The Walking Dead, but I appreciate you jumping in and saying hi. And he looks in a different bedroom for some strange fucking reason and finds another dead member of the family in the bed. And we see the pictures from earlier of Noah and Noah's twin. And he gets lost in the pictures. Come on. As and we see Bigfoot the, sneaking around from behind him. As we see the ghost-like figure sneaking around behind him. zombie on the planet. The quick, like, as Stephanie put it, the quickest zombies. She goes, is that a super zombie? That zombie's quick. And it was. It was like, a very quick zombie. It came through a door. It came down the hallway or threw it from a different room. It didn't make any noise stumbling up into the room. It didn't breathe. Yeah. It didn't moan. Joe, I'm with, you. I'm with you on this one. If this was uh, – if we could do uh, – show clips from stuff in here without getting copyright infringement shit, I'd show that clip in slow motion. And we could do the uh, the, the Bigfoot sighting thing. Where, and here it comes right out here. And the walker comes around. There was no sound. Nothing. In this, in and maybe, maybe it's just that Tyrese was so – already for some reason hallucinating over these pictures like I, staring and getting lost at like oh the poor innocent boy noah's lost his two innocent little twin sons come on I, you I, you sent carol out to go put down the little girl we should be over this tyrese yeah and but he's getting lost in the pictures in the moment and and i actually because it was so obvious and you didn't hear anything with the walker coming for a moment I thought it was going to end up being Noah and it was going to be like, oh, oh, like a jump scare with Noah and sneaking up behind him and make it seem like it was a walker, but it was actually just Noah. And I would have been happier with that than how this, this ended up going. Yep, and so, not because of, of where it ultimately ends up. But So as Tyrese gets a little mad in some reason, looking at the pictures, uh, a little boy, a super zombie, very quick, because so quick that he has main character killing abilities like we've seen so many of our main characters in a similar situation but especially daryl but he survives this this walker had main character killing abilities and he bites him in the arm yeah, plus three to stealth yeah and bite <laughs> and noah comes in and kills him as we focus on the clock radio and it pans out pans out with tyrese holding his arm bitten and my question right there is why didn't he he tell uh, Noah to cut his arm off right the fuck there. He should have immediately been like, cut my fucking arm off now. Can I make the point too that it's a fucking arm wound? It's a fucking arm wound. And he falls to the ground and he just sits there. Ultimately, the asshole had to get up and walk out of the house with the help of two other people after he's been bitten again and gets his arm cut off. Yep. Like, 
Get your ass up and leave. Start running back to the group. Your arm got cut off. Go get help. Don't send the, the, the kid out who's who's shocked about his whole family dying and put you in this situation in the first place. But no, but no, Joe. Tyrese was booked on the Talking Dead tonight, which means he's dead. So it can, so there's nothing that can <laughs> nothing that can help him. He is booked on the Talking Dead tonight. He's dead. So we come back from commercial break. That's not always the case. It's no, it is. But it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's sometimes it's a red. Sometimes it's a red herring. Ninety percent of the time, yeah, about ninety percent. I think that's an accurate statistic. All right, ninety. <laughs> okay. So back to the picture from earlier. As this starts. The moment in the episode where I bet Joe starts to lose it that I really started to get it more into the episode, actually, which is this really is, the funny And this moment. is where it starts to – it starts to I – lo I was loving this stuff. We get to the – we hear the talk radio sounds. We hear all this juxtaposition, as uh, Jackie was saying. Of, uh, okay, no, no. The talk, so, okay, some of, some of this stuff I didn't mind when, when it started. The talk radio, the the focus on the radio. I thought the radio had that stuff conversation was awesome. in the truck. That I didn't mind. That wasn't the like one the, of the, one of the lines. The revisiting the ghosts of Christmas past. Okay, okay, we'll get we'll get to that in a second, Joe. We'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. So we see we see flashes from earlier. We see the hole. We see the car. We hear see the car. We see the train track. We see the hear the old radio broadcast. I'm just gonna say a few lines from it. The group moves across the. Uh, Across the countryside with extreme violence and reckless abandonment. We see uh, Tyrese uh, holding his arm, bleeding, and again, I keep using this word. About, I, maybe it doesn't mean what I think it means. Tripping out. To completely just tripping fucking face off in this situation. And we Well, he's he's there's some panic going on. There's some panic. There's some loss of blood going on. There's adrenaline. But no joke. There's Joe, a lot of things going on right now, and he just completely reacts poorly as far as I'm concerned. He straight up starts hallucinating, and he's, we see Martin from Terminus, and he starts talking about the guilt of leaving him alive, starts talking about domino shit. Maybe shit would have changed. Then we see Bob being the other side, being like, uh, this is that's bullshit. We hear more radio sounds of, again, a man terrorizes a village by night and attacks the village with with a machete and sometimes setting them on fire, which right there, just for the record, is what I think happened to this town and what's going to end up happening to uh, what, uh, to somebody. I think that was our biggest hint in the episode about who's responsible for the town. What happened? There was, a line that said, oh, there was a line on the radio in this scene that says, uh, a man a man on man terrorizes a village by night, attacks the village with a machete, and sometimes know, setting uh, them uh, on fire. Uh, Band of armed men. A band of arm. A band of armed men terrorize a village by night. Roaming the countryside and terrorizing villages, hacking people to pieces. Sometimes setting them on fire. And uh, and and then uh, Martin Ghost Martin goes on. Uh, if if he did not uh, lie like a bitch, things might have changed. And then he, he yeah, it's a bunch of angel devil shit going on. Uh, but it's angel not on this shoulder, devil on this. It's him reasoning through what's happening to him. And I'm just I'm like, that is the poorest response for an emergency situation. And if it couldn't get worse for Joe, it steps up a level as you got to have the skills to pay the bills. The governor shows back up and he oh. says, you got to keep it. You got to keep it. You got to do what you got to do. You, you said you'd do anything. You said you'd do anything. We hear more static. We hear more grunts. And then we see the gr the little girls again. Uh, Mika and uh, what's the other girl's name again? Uh, 
Mika and uh, Lizzie. Lizzie, Mika and Lizzie. We see the girls. It's better now. It's better now, they say. We hear screams. Then we hear another as, uh, as one of them comes towards him, as someone comes towards him. And it ends up being another walker as Tyrese reaches for his hammer, but he drops it. He tries to fight it off, and he can't. So he just gives the walker the other bit. Excuse me, the already bitten arm, and then he smashes it with a brick. I liked that move. I liked oh. that move. Uh, obviously, this was cares? a strong walker. Maybe it was kind of semi-fresh. Maybe it wasn't so long ago that this town fell. The strong walker, it came after him and overpowered him. And like, see, at this point, he had to get up off the ground to fight this walker, which means he found the strength to do something, right? Why didn't he find the strength to run with the cripple out to go find help. Fair enough. So we, we got to catch up in the comment section a little bit. Uh, I th- uh, Olivia says, I thought the same thing. I literally said, go after that walker first in the house. Yes. Olivia also adds, all I could, all I could think was, how the fuck long is it going to take for Noah to bring back help? I mean, shit. It took, uh, took through three commercial breaks for Noah even to start yelling for Rick Lennon Michelle. That's because we had to have all this... They they couldn't think of a better way to spend the time that, uh, with maybe stuff for the other group. They had to give us this this big final exit for Tyrese. And, uh, and I just I thought it was I and, didn't like it. And okay, and Olivia adds, "Yeah, I'm watching The Talking Dead now, and he's dead. Damn it!" And Olivia also says, "I wanna I wanted Tyrese to kill Martin again. He's such a fucking asshole. Even post mortem, I agree. It was good, it was almost good to have him back because seeing him be an asshole one more time is good." That being said, Joe, even though I did like this episode, I hope this isn't the norm for the second half of the season. I hope we don't get into that form that we were in last season where uh, every episode is about individual subsections of the group. I want some full full group episodes, which is not often that we get those by. And I hope we get more of those this back half. So after we don't we don't often have the whole cast as an ensemble. And we have, uh, like you said, yeah, we, we haven't really had that so much. At all since the uh, since, since the beginning the of last, yeah since the since the or the beginning of we had a couple of those episodes uh, in the first half of the season but then it split off into that the beginning half of the season so yeah. we see Michonne after the commercial break with a trash bag talking about uh, that there are ways that they could stay here she's arguing with Rick and Glenn about how that we should just stay here we could stay here we could take down the trees so we could eliminate yeah, there's no sight lines that you know whatever took this place down they obviously didn't see it coming. There's no sight line. She says, let's cut, let's clear the forest. We'll use the wood from the forest to build up the walls. It'll be perfect. And then Come she, on, let's and then go she, check it out. And then she walks over to the woods to check it out, and you just find more hacked body parts. Yeah, not only find more hacked body parts, but the part of the woods that she goes to that they end up going to, which looked like they kind of went through right through downtown too, right where they left Tyrese and Noah. Oh, okay. I saw that like fountain, that center of town, I think, and like none of them said, huh. Where did where did Tyrese and Noah go? Okay, Joe, we need but to get. They end up they end up to the wall, and the wall is destroyed, and they walk through it, and that's where she starts feeling like, uh oh, yeah, maybe we, this isn't a good idea. Yeah, because we hear doom music, and we know Michonne hears it too, so we know it means bad. And uh, and then Glenn interrupts her and saying, Glenn says to uh or says to Rick, it didn't matter if I killed uh, Dawn or you killed Dawn or Daryl did. It doesn't matter as long as she's dead. Uh, yeah, look at the, look at all the dead bodies. It obviously doesn't matter. Yeah. Someone was going to kill her. Okay. Someone was going to kill us. Okay, Joe, before we get into... Uh... Well, hold on. I just want to say, too, and this is what I was talking about earlier when Glenn ponders on, on stuff. He brings back conversations that he had earlier. 
and so far he's really the only character that's I've seen do that. It's it's it sh again it goes to, again it shows the great growth that they've done with Glenn as a character. Before we get into what Michonne says, responds and we bring this out, I, I, uh, Jackie threw a comment in the section that I agree with and I know you disagree with, so I feel like we need to just go over this for a second. Jackie says, "I love seeing the governor back. He's one of the most charismatic actors on the show, or was. I agree." And I loved seeing him in a cartoon-like way because it allowed him to be even more over the top coming from a memory of him and how someone like Tyrese would look at the governor. So I very much loved that, like playing that moment, playing that. He's dead. He's gone. Leave him out. Don't find excuses to bring back these people. Okay, fair. They're dead. You killed them. They're gone. Bye-bye. Fair enough. don't need reasons to bring them back. Fair enough. But that's something that happens in these type of shows all the time. They always okay. find excuses to bring okay. Bring actors he back was for the popular dinner. character. People were sad to see him go. Let's bring him back. Yeah, and uh, I and, and I and I know Joe and I had a little bit of a disagreement on this one, but I agree with you hundred percent. I loved I loved he him and I did I wasn't so much on the Bob stuff and the in the two girls stuff. So but, but why not? Because you didn't like that character or that actor. So but and and I look at it like it's all the same thing. There's people that like no, the I think it all works. People that like if, Bob or Lizzie. But to me, it's not that I didn't like these characters. I loved them when they were on the show. I just felt it was, it was really cliche. It was kind of see, beneath the show a little. And it, it was just different like than the, finding an excuse to bring them back. See, I find it. I, see, I think see it a little differently. I find it as something new that the show hasn't exactly tried before, and I find it very interesting. That's because everybody else has done that. Uh, I I like the juxtaposition, the way they were doing it with the, and I find it was somewhat unique the way they did it with the radio sounds mixing with the action that was going on in the moment with the flashback scenes of a man dying. I found it. I found it unique and interesting for the show so we're just at a little bit of a disagreement here yep, and that's, that's fine. fine so michonne says that we could still go to dc she says eugene was lying about the cure but that not the calculus calculations we're 100 miles away don't you want a place where there's a chance there might be people there somewhere we can stay safe instead of being and out i agree here. with her yeah i agree too uh, you're not just you're not just looking for places to scavenge and to stay alive you're looking for population you're looking for little towns you're looking for some place to go and to call home and mm -hmm. that being said i would imagine that if you were going to do the whole scavenge thing you get as far away from cities as possible absolutely are, i tend to agree. i tend to agree unless you think this far into the zombie apocalypse the hordes have moved out of cities because all the all the uh food's gone out of them at this point so maybe they're starting to start to be safe again at some point but i don't know i'm just i'm just speculating again we're, we're not in the zombie i mean you're uh, going they're, they're headed to the northeast one of the most populous parts of the country mm -hmm. not exactly kind of smart yep and uh, just to be clear joe you said something and i just want to say i because someone else has a comment about this uh, with the governor i think it was a little cheesy with him but i thought it worked i think i think i think what he was doing is a little cheesy but that that part of what worked and to add jay uh jay thompson says did you notice that when the governor came on the screen his theme the governor theme music came back check it out from season three and i, I agree they like they play this play this theme song it's like you were in the governor moment again for a second that's kind of so what i, liked I wasn't I, I i was there's another part in his hallucinations and i'm not sure i think it's coming up right after well, yeah this. we'll get to it in a second olivia says all the bodies were just lower halves and of the bodies the upper halves yep. were in the truck or in the woods like i said earlier yeah, and, and i noticed that there was there was limbs and there was uh and there was torso and there was like 
lower lower halves of bodies, right? Yeah, he says a sick individual is behind all this. So a uh, hundred miles away, and uh, so they're talking about. So they're so uh, Rick basically agrees to, with Michonne that they should just go to DC. It's only a hundred miles away. Let's pack up our shit, and Michonne's happy about that. And right as they're about to all kind of pack their shit together and get, and get their stuff together, Glenn and uh, Noah starts running out screaming. Uh, Glenn, Rick, and Michonne go over there and start to try to kick some ass, but we get actually a funny moment where Michonne pulls out her sword and goes to try to slice a walker, but the walker has like a metal beam stuck through him, so she like dings into it, like digs into the metal, a metal sound, you're like a ding. It was, it was just a pretty cool moment that they uh, they always make her so perfect, and, and it's another moment like we had earlier, sort of a showing the more clumsy moments of the zombie apocalypse for a second. And... Uh, and they save Noah, and Noah tells them that Tyrese is in his house, and he's been bit, and they all run back. So we go back to our hallucinations, and we see uh, more radio sounds. We see Beth singing with an acoustic guitar, all hacked up face. Um, all the other images before, we see the kids telling him, you know it's okay now. You don't have to be a part of it, Bob says. Martin says that you probably don't want to be a part of it, but being a part of it is being better now or something this is what this is what it is this is uh the girls say you don't have to it's better now and then we hear the governor screaming you told me you you'd earn your keep you have no clue it's not better now yep i made you open your eyes i showed you i teach you now is this where is this where it like there's a flash on the governor and he kind of steps over to the left and there's like some projection shit on the background. Yeah, with oh. the, the movie, the movie comes on and stuff. You, uh, what the fuck was I didn't home I movies. couldn't pay attention enough to 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 decipher what was what he was, was watching being home, on the wall behind him. I think home movies of him and Sasha were they watching? I, I don't know. I have know. no idea. I, I'm gonna have to watch it again to see because. So to, I'll get into it in a second because I might get to it. Tyrese says he didn't know who he was talking to when he said that to the governor. He fights back at him. He says, "But he knows what's going on now. You don't. You don't scare me. You're dead. Everything you were is dead, and it's not over. I forgive." And then he's talking about Carol. I forgave her because the governor ghost calls him on the Carol stuff. And he says, speaking about Carol, it's not over, Tyree says. It's not over. Tyree says he didn't turn away. He kept listening to the news, just like his father said. He didn't give up. He, he wouldn't give up. Struggles. Struggles. People like me, they can't live. Ain't no one going to die today as it all goes to black. And here's the point you were talking about. We see a film. Whatever the fucking film is, we'll have to see as the governor pushes him down in the light. You have to pay the bill as the blood gets bigger and bigger to block and the blood gets bigger and bigger on the picture and it's just blocking out the house as he's dying. See, I love this shit, Joe. It's just as the as as his whole life that's in that picture is getting clouded by the blood as the It's you know what it is. You know what it is? It's from the moment he gets bit, he's back to that big old softy who gave up. He's dying. He's he, he knows he's dead. Wouldn't Immediately, you? by him not getting up and leaving the house, he's already given up. He's already given up. So all this like, oh, it's better, it's not better, so come with us, don't come with so us. So, Joe, what it really comes to... He didn't run out of the house with the kid. He sat on the floor and gave up. So, Joe, what it really comes down to is you're disappointed in Tyrese because you think because your hero's a hypocrite. No, he's not, he's not actually my hero. No, I mean, you know what this I mean. Is actually, I think... I think uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, he's a hypocrite. I just, I just really didn't like this 
this part. No, fair enough. No, I'm just I'm just ribbing you on it. It's 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 good. It's very rare that we are that we're at disagreement, so it's fun. So Tyree- like I said, it's not necessarily because it's not necessarily how they did any of this. It's and this isn't exactly a dream sequence. I understand that the dude's losing blood, zombie virus crap, uh, all this stuff. He's you know life and what life and death. <laughs> not exactly. Like oh, all there. He's dealing with all these problems. It's just <laughs> right, but it's just I'm not really a big in like yeah sure I watched all the Twin Peaks way back when, but and that's all dream sequencey weird weird crap. And I guess maybe you know Lost. I, I watched season one. I guess I've kind of had enough of that kind of thing, especially when, I don't know, I'm off in a tangent. So, yeah, we keep going. So, Like I said before, I didn't like the Sopranos dream sequence crap. Okay, so so he keeps his hand out and reaches his hand out, and it's, sca- and it's scary Lizzie who grabs for his hand. And, and I thought it was very interesting that they made Lizzie the uh, conduit into Rick cutting off his arm because R- Lizzie's scary, and, and I wouldn't reach out to that and, girl at any point in time. It was, I think it was like kind of both little girls grabbing at his arm and pulling. And this, interestingly enough, it was this. Is this that point where he cuts off already? his arm? Yep, where he cuts off his arm right here. One, two, three. Well, how, no, how did we know? Where did no, Noah, Noah hasn't started screaming yet. It yeah, Noah cut. We already went through that, Joe. Did we go through that? Yes, where the we hell did. was that? We didn't go through that. Yes, we, we did. We didn't go through that. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Noah caught up to them and they went after him and they killed the zombies and Michonne slices Noah into one catch up to them. He started screaming for help and they they yeah, went, they went after him. We are we Joe, we already talked about that. You you're having a blank in your mind. We definitely already talked about that. So okay. so we go all on. Right, sorry. That's My okay. Bad. Tyree says uh we go so Rick pulls off his arm and Michonne and the group uh go running out saying push, so, push, 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 as they're carrying Tyrese down the tracks, trying well, to push the gate the open. Part, interestingly enough, sorry to bet back at it. When they start when Lizzie and and the other girl start pulling at his arm, and it turns out to be Michonne, and it's a quick flash of, of uh, Michonne and Glenn pulling on Tyrese's arm, and mm-hmm. and then Rick just hacks through it real quick, and then it's a flash. That's the moment where you came back in the episode, where the hallucination shit stopped bothering me. I liked the way they did that a lot. That wasn't. I liked how that ended up. That kind of made. It a little bit easier for me to swallow the dream shit in the beginning before this because so, they okay, tied so that may- little part of the hallucination into the actually what was going on. So right So maybe for your benefit, it would have been more interesting for you if they had done a little bit more of that throughout the episode of going back and forth between what was reality and what was the dreamland. If the dream, Correct. if it wasn't so much of a big constant section of the episode, if it was more in and out, you would have, uh, you wouldn't have. Right. Minded they kind of did it with the zombie that ended up attacking them the second time too, yep. where it was like the governor was who it was that was jumping at him, and it ended up being a zombie or something like that. I don't remember exactly. We talked about it, but uh, like they kind of did it there too, but I don't think that worked out as well as it did with the Lizzie in the, in the arm. No, no. And, and uh, Olivia says, I thought Lizzie was going to start playing, playing in the wound of Tyrese's arm. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackie says, since start uh, petting the rabbits in the log hole. Uh, and <laughs> Jackie says, since Tyrese has different ideology from the pack, do you think if he wasn't bitten, he would have left the group with his sister given as he, given how his sister's in more t- in tune more with this world. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. 
I don't well, I don't know. He thinks Rick is a good man. Yeah, because I he think thinks everything about this group is good. Yeah, They're I think he thinks people. I agree with you. I think he thinks that these people are good people and they're a hard it's hard to find people that are based around on, on any kind of honor in this world. And these people have that in, at least they have that. Right. And it's not necessarily the fact that he he he's not down with doing what they ended up doing, but I don't think he looks at it necessarily like uh it's an evil thing that he let those people get hacked up in the church they were cannibals they started eating fucking bob they were coming to kill them all yeah those people deserved it and uh, he just wasn't going to be doing it partaking in it but i don't think he thought it was necessarily wrong it was yeah. what they needed to do so after the commercial break we come back and michonne and the group are running out saying push 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 as they're trying to get uh get through the gate and or hold off the gate because there's like tons of walkers overthrowing them uh noah takes uh, take Noah takes Tyrese as Rick and Michonne and Glenn try to fight off a, a small little herd, and one sneaks past, and we get kind of a, a, a single camera angle on one of them. Oh, and- this was awesome! I liked the slow motion violence. I thought I liked the hacking, all the zombies storming through the gate. It yeah. turned into slow motion. They started just taking out the zombies one by one. And the first thing Rick says to, "Do you got him? Can you can you hold him up?" And Noah's like, yeah, no problem. So Rick, let's go. And immediately Tyrese yeah. just hits the, just hits the ground. ground. <laughs> Noah's, Noah's a capable kid. He's such a capable oh, kid. Yeah. Noah's handy capable, all right. <laughs> so so Tyrese just starts bleeding out on the ground, to be honest with you. And uh, and we, we see Sasha gutting that pig uh, Martin here. We see a couple more shots. We get a couple more of Tyrese, uh, Tyrese mental perspective kind of stuff. And uh, as Tyrese is bleeding out, we see the governor one more time with you have to pay the bills as Tyrese falls down. And we see we see them kind of pick him up as one walker in a suit kind of follows them. We hear we see them driving in the car after this after a while. And uh, Bob is caught up in the uh, they get caught. caught, Yeah, yeah, I just I'm kind of yada yada carrying them through the uh, the woods. They, They carry they basically try to get Tyrese back to the car. And we hear Bob is listening to the song that Beth is singing. Well, no, there's, there's more. There's not. There's a little bit that goes on here that's kind of important too, because when they get when they get through the the wire again, they finally get uh they get attacked by another walker. They take care of that, then they get out and they get in the car. They start the car up to go, and the tires start spinning out. Yeah, because it's all filled and with guts. Control of the car, and it slams into one of the wrecked the wrecked truck that's there. Not the car with the lady scratching at the window, but the other the other wrecked truck when they do out of the back falls all the heads and torsos of the bodies that we saw that were just legs back at oh i think I, I think i missed that i'll have to rewatch that one so all these body parts slam and, and fall it was almost like a governor bomb maybe and fall out of the car and land and land all over the hood of their car and in the roof of their car now Rick- and when they, and their heads their torso like heads attached to torsos no limbs no legs now, it was Rick, almost like the governor bomb. Now Rick says he needs to hold on uh, to Tyrese, and Tyrese just passes out. We see, uh, we hear Beth singing again the song "Gotta Move On, Gotta Move On" as they all get into the car. Uh, Rick gets on the walkie-talkie with Daryl and tells him that we need to get to them so they can cauterize uh, Tyrese's wound. Uh, and then he says, and then he says something which get, I thought yes, was pretty telling too. Get Carl and Sasha away. They don't want to see this. They don't need to see this which goes exactly against everything Tyrese has been saying this whole episode. 
about what his dad used to teach them. No, we would listen to the radio and these horrible shit that I couldn't wrap my head around was going on in the world. But I kept listening. He kept listening. He kept making us listen, you know, and that's and that's Rick taking the exact opposite approach. Carl doesn't need to see this. No, Carl should be seeing this. He needs to know what the fuck is going on, how to take care of this. Should he need to cut someone else's arm off in the future? Yep. Oh, I actually did write that down in my notes. The car, the car won't move and it's overrun by walkers. They finally go into reverse and to get out of there, all these body parts come out of one of the other cars as they go down the road. And we hear more stuff on the radio or Tyrese hears more stuff on the radio about cannibal, cannibalism, about burning down a prison about losing another soldier due to t- the wrong tactics, which is goes right to what Joe was saying, uh, uh, to say at least that the show is aware that they made the wrong tactics in that situation. Because uh, the radio told us so. The radio is just basically telling the story of what happened in the episode and what has happened in the past. And Tyrese says, turn it off. And Bob, who's in the front seat driving with Beth, who I, could, who I couldn't help but think in the scene, I even know how serious it was, and I was feeling it, that Beth wasn't looking at the road. <laughs> She's at, driving all, to... well, at all. At I all. know. She doesn't have to. She's a ghost. I noticed it, too. I noticed it, too. I think Katie might have said something. You know, and but yeah, and she's and Beth says it's okay, and it's okay now. The girls say it's not just okay; it's good. It's better now. It's good now. Yeah, it's better now. It's better oh, now. Why wasn't there a flower patch in the episode? Joe, too? save the cheerleader, save the world, Joe. <laughs> 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 so, so everything, everything's not okay as it fades to black and i actually thought this was going to be the end of the episode but the car pulls up pulls over on the side of the road and i'm actually glad they put this in here it pulls over on the side no, no, of the... this was i thought this was important actually because, I, i'm glad uh, that they put it in there and uh yeah and they he gets out and carry and they carry tyrese's body out and both him and glenn, glenn and rick put him down and one of them but they cut his th- they cut his throat is that what they did no, they probably they probably put one in his head or yeah. something but like they put him on the ground and they were and they were all just kind of like ah you know, another one of us is dead. We just <laughs> buried Beth, you know, oh, 500 no, but, miles ago. Just to take piggyback on your question, we have a que- question from uh, Jay, uh, Jay uh, Thomp- Thomps- Thompson. Uh, <laughs> well, I have a question. It's just it's pronounced hard. It's not, it's a hard T. Thompson. Yeah. Thompson. There's no thomp- Thompson, whatever. Uh, Jay. I'm going to call him Jay. I have a question. What happened Thompson. to. What happened to Beth's funeral? That's a good fucking question. They didn't want to show us Maggie's reaction. They didn't want to show Maggie pissing on Beth's grave and laughing. Right. And I, I think they, um, who knows, maybe what we see at the end and saw at the beginning isn't necessarily the same, even though it's the, it looks like the same location and it sounds like the same uh, funeral thing going on. I think it might also be like kind of like, it's the loop. They're yeah. caught in this loop. Yeah, and I agree with you. It could have been Beth's funeral at the beginning. And, and I mean, I don't think it was. I think it was definitely Tyrese's funeral. But using that in the beginning, which made everybody who was watching think because they saw last season's half episode that it was Beth they were burying. And when you get the seat box set season and you watch it all back to back and straight through, you're going to look and go, okay, Beth just died at the end of this episode next episode starts and you're definitely going to think that that's Beth's funeral. And then the fact that it's Tyrese's funeral at the end of the episode shows the loop that they're in the the glitch in the matrix, essentially. Absolutely. So they cover Tyrese's body with a cloth and they kill him. 
So, uh, so and then we see the dirt from the beginning of the episode that I thought was Beth, but no, it wasn't Beth. It was them burying Tyrese. And we go back to another to a funeral, and uh, and we see the rest of our heroes kind of passing the shovel around. Ty- uh, Sasha looks devastated as she throws dirt. Uh, you know, Gabriel's giving a sermon. Yep, and uh, Rick covers covers the bo- covers the dirt, covers some dirt over the body, and then. And then he's just uh, he puts uh, Tyrese's hat on the grave stick, and bam, that's the end of the episode with Rick uh, burying Tyrese. And that's our that's our mid season finale, mid season premiere episode of The Walking Dead. And it, as you can tell, Joe and I, I mean, sometimes it's definitely happened before, but we're coming from two very different perspectives on this episode, having two different opinions of the watching experience. And all in all. Whether we liked it or didn't like it, and I think Joe said this too as well, I think it was a well-done episode. I think the filmmaking itself in the episode, the um, the writing by Scott Gimple and the directing by Greg Nicotero, uh, the team works really well together, and they've done a lot of the big episodes. The Sophia Barn episode was done by this team. The first episode of last season, a lot of the, uh, of the, of the beginning half of the season was done, and they definitely know how to film and add atmosphere it's just some of the choices that you didn't like necessarily. There's a, there's a definite reason why at best you could call me a critic and not a writer, a director, or an actor. At best, I'm a critic. If not, I'm just, you know, spout my own opinion at the fun, awesome shit that I see. And don't get me wrong. I love, I love The Walking Dead. There's not a single episode that I would rate as bad. Things may annoy me, and I may find problems with other shows that would definitely turn me off. Do not turn me off with The Walking Dead because the production, the writing, everything else is really good. Yeah, it's just a fun show. And yeah, so I didn't like some of the dream sequence stuff. But like I said, at the moment, Lizzie started pulling on his arm and it ended up being Glenn. And then I stopped minding. If they had taken out all the rest of the hallucination crap and just gave us the 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 arc where he gets all them instead of the yeah. people that he's with saying it's okay, let go or whatever, I would have been okay with that too. That would have been a, a good goodbye for him. They didn't have to give us all the rest of that shit. They could have given us stuff from the rest of the group. They could have given, you know, let them fight some walkers. <laughs> give us something from the rest of the cast. You okay. know, we miss them all. We don't just miss <laughs> four of them. Okay, so we, and uh, it's worth saying that uh, Andrew Lincoln said this episode that they just showed you right now and the next episode are his two favorite episodes that he's filmed on The Walking Dead. So we'll see. So what there was another thing I noticed too in the in in the town. There was a. Um, a wall that was spray painted and I thought it said wolves aren't fair or hmm. not a fan of like, not a fan when, of how they first get into the town not a fan of how stark apparently so let's clear the deck with uh, with uh, some of our comments Jay says yeah I was hoping Noah got bit not Tyrese or in that situation right? that we were come talking on. about uh, Olivia Maybe said a few other people come on Gabriel could have gotten bit Noah could have gotten bit. not Tyrese fight Sasha there's we, a few that I would have rather seen we've, get bitten before Tyrese. We've been waiting for Tyrese to kick some ass since he's been on the show and you kill him. Hell, right? give us another amputee. Yeah. Why not? So There was no reason to kill him. Olivia says, uh, the slow motion section was my favorite sequence of the episode. I think we, we, we both can say best action sequence part of the episode. Yeah, Olivia, I agree with you. Absolutely, Olivia. And that, that's where I was really starting to feel... I, that that slow motion thing when Rick turned around, put one through his shoulder, and then one through through the head of the zombie that was going right towards the camera, which I think we were meant to believe was either Noah or Tyrese. And uh, 
probably Tyrese, but yeah, no, that was awesome. And the other question on the back there is that is why I said that when the car, when the, all the bodies fell out of the back of the other car, that is why I said there's a sick ass individual behind the fall of that town. Oh yeah. Uh, Jay Thompson. Oh, we already said that would happen to Beth's funeral. Uh, Olivia says, I think that, uh, will be tacked on moving forward. I'm not sure what we're talking about, but, um, also I never saw them stick him in the head and Rick seems to be burying him with a lot of hurry. And they kept looking over Tyrese out of the corner of his eye, like they were shoveling the dart. So are we sure that they put a bullet in him? Well, of course they did. Of course they did. They made, they made sure they did it with Bob. Yeah. They you know, they're not going to let him come back and, and be forever under the dirt to start the zombie apocalypse again in a hundred years. No, I I'm pretty sure in one way they killed him one way or another. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure that and it's not something we needed to see anyone really do. So whether or not we saw it in the silhouette or not, I don't remember really seeing a neck cutting in that silhouette where they pulled him out of the car or a stabbing in the head, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to do that. They're not going to be like, okay, let's take the chance, meet up with Sasha, see if she wants to do it. You know, like, no, just do it. Yeah. So, so folks, this was the, this was the recap. I think this is a good place to cut off. Uh, we talked a lot about The Walking Dead tonight, and I'm excited the show's back. I can't wait for next week to get more into it and see where they take the group from here. If we get more of an action episode, more of a complete group episode. If I'll, uh, My feelings on this episode may change depending on how the rest of the season goes. If this episode is just some sort of anomaly episode where we have a lot of group action for the rest but if, the, if we get into another season that has individual episode, individual story, and it's all slowed down like this, I don't want a whole half a season that's slowed down. I want stuff to stuff to really, and I know this episode they jumped in time, but I want to see our whole, everybody together going through something as a whole group, seeing all of our characters, as many of them as possible in episodes all together. At least that's what I'm hoping for this back half episode. Yeah, me too. I hope no one gets left out. Maybe it helps killing Tyrese because it's one less person they have to deal with. And it's, it's hard to write for, uh, what do they have, like 10 people in their band of merry men? It's hard to write and get a lot in that many people in just the hour. Absolutely. And Olivia says, I am too, but we didn't need to see it. We know. Yep, abs- absolutely. Absolutely, guys. So everyone, have a good night. We will be back. If you have any questions over the week about The Walking Dead, you can email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can tweet Joe at at dirty locks or me at or put them in the comments or down put below. them in the comments below and we will try to get back to all your comments um this is gonna be a busy week for us uh we will be back for some better call Saul coverage tomorrow evening and i might be back later this evening for a quick rant podcast but i don't know it depends how tired i am after watching the episode and we'll, we'll get to that later but we will also be back later in the week for some more game of thrones coverage as well so uh we'll be back a lot this week And, of course, next week to talk more Walking Dead. Please, if you haven't already and you've been listening, please hit that subscribe button. Please comment away. Uh, We love your feedback. We love talking to you guys about the week. Watching the show with you guys makes the watching experience all the more fun. Uh, Let's a couple more comments from Olivia. Uh, great mid-season premiere. Great talking as usual. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season, season five. See you guys next Sunday, guy. Jackie says good night, guys. Thank you for joining us tonight, Jackie. Thank you for all the people in the comment section. Jay, Jackie, uh, Ren Renwood for jumping in. Olivia, uh, I, I, there's more people, but I'm scrolling up. That I'm uh, we uh, Sonia. 
We oh, had, all we had oh, all the people, oh, big and sexy who was in there earlier. Oh gosh, all of our friends. The person's name that I pronounced really all horrible, and they probably left. No, that was Jay. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> See you guys later. We'll be back later Peace to talk up. more TV. Good night.